To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. News Talk ZB. To our golfing segment, and of course we are so grateful to the Elmwood Trading Company, Marty Fuller and his good team, allows us to get in touch with wonderful people like Bruce Young. Bruce, good morning from, I guess, the Sunshine Coast. Uh, I am, Lizzie. Good morning and nice to talk to you. Yes, I'm here on the Sunshine Coast at the moment. I normally reside on the Gold Coast, but I've got some friends who've got a rural property up here that they need a bit of looking after and uh, while they're travelling. So you, you wouldn't exactly say I'm doing it tough here. No. Well, how nice because, you know, when you're involved in the world of golf, as you are with your broadcast, you're living the dream anyway, right? I am. I, you know, look, I, in fact, my whole life's really revolved around golf, probably since about the age of 17. Tell us about your early days. You were a caddy in Dunedin, of all things. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I went to high school in Dunedin. I went to Kings High down there, and I got the first opportunity to do a bit of caddying for John Lister, a New Zealand golfer back then. The very first tournament I caddied for him in was in Dunedin in 1970 at the Targo Charity Classic. He asked me to go to Hastings the next week, and all of a sudden, the idea of catting on a more regular basis became pretty attractive to me. So the very first winner I caddied for was Jumbo Ozaki at the New Zealand PGA in 1972. So it's provided some tremendous experiences, met some fabulous people, both golfers and non-golfers. So I consider myself very blessed to have had that experience. And now you are involved, you provide golf content for print, radio, TV, internet platforms, because that's what happens these days. Mm. My, my goodness, there are so many opportunities for someone who earns that right, which is what you've clearly done with your golf. Well, I think, Leslie, a bit like yourself, when you've had a background in a sport, it provides you the opportunity. I mean, I don't have any journalistic background as such, but the background I've had in the game has allowed me to talk with some level of authority and knowledge on the game, the internet. But I've got my own blog these days. In fact, I'll be commentating at the New Zealand Open down in Queenstown late in February, early March. So look, really looking forward to that. It's one of my favourite tournaments. And Well, talking about the modern changes, talk to us about the Live Golf event. And that's Adelaide, isn't it? I mean, has that had a big impact in golf in Australia? Well, it certainly did. I mean, the the crowds there were quite phenomenal, really. But having said that, uh, I was at the Australian Open two weeks ago, and I thought the crowds there were some of the biggest crowds that I'd seen in an Australian golf tournament for many, many years. Most of our homegrown stars there, the likes Adam Scott and Minwoo Lee, they had the women, the men, and the All Abilities Championship running concurrently. And we had our leading female golfers there as well, Minji Lee, Hannah Green, so I think there's an opportunity to see though the Australia's best playing at the one venue really proved attractive to Sydney crowds at the Australian Open. And as I said, that was some of the biggest crowds that I've seen. There's no doubt about the fact that Live Golf attracted a huge audience at the golf course. Uh, and the television numbers here were reasonably good, although it's an area that Live Golf have always struggled with a bit in terms of television numbers, although it is... I guess, attracting greater appeal as it moves along. So if we looked at the Australasian golfing highlights for 2023, what would you pick out yourself? Well, let's look at the New Zealanders first. I think Ryan Fox has obviously done very well. He's got himself to the PGA Tour now. Um, he's establishing himself inside, well inside the top 50 in the world. Well, let's not also forget Steve Alka's just amazing performance on the PGA Tour champion. Daniel Hillier winning on the European Tour for the first time. The British Masters, not just any event, but the British Masters. And, of course, um, Lydia Coe, uh, booking, book ending her season with a win 
early in the year, I think it was in Saudi Arabia, and then going on to win that tournament last week along with Jason Day. Admittedly, it was a team's event, but uh, she seems to have found a little bit of mojo again, which is good for Lydia. And we've got some good young players coming through as well on the ladies' tour. We've got a girl by the name of Gabby Ruffles, who was the daughter of Ray Ruffles, who was a an Australian tennis champion. I guess to answer your question, it's been a it's been a good solid year with some tremendously outstanding performances and uh, the remaining flagship event of the Australasian Tour is the New Zealand Open, uh, which will be played, uh, as I said, late February, early March. Well, I tell you, every day we come into the office, you could look up on the website and there would be, this is from our perspective anyway, a young New Zealander somewhere around the world, either in the amateur stakes still or turning pro, and doing really well in tournaments. And it seems to have been massive this year in those names that are starting to come through, whichever tournament they're in. And I guess that, to me, that epitomises the growth of the game. I, I couldn't agree more. And, uh, we, you know, we saw Kerry Mountcastle, a young guy from the um, from the Wairarapa, winning uh, a lesser event on the Australasian Tour recently, but he hasn't been a pro that long, Kerry. So I think we're seeing a number of those younger players. I should also mention Kazuma Kabori from uh, down your way and uh, his sister, Momoka Kabori. They're both uh, great emerging stars as far as New Zealand golf is concerned. So it's a very healthy state right now. Look, it's been lovely to get your bird's eye view of what's happening. We look forward to you coming across the ditch in February. <laughs> and all we can say is Merry Christmas on your Sunshine Coast little hideaway. Thank you, Leslie. And, and, and the same to you and to your listeners. And look forward to catching up with you sometime soon. Oh, sounds good, Bruce Young. Thank you very much. For more from Newstalk ZB, listen live, on air or online and keep our shows with you wherever you go with our podcasts on iHeartRadio. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.